0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Makers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. You're listening to This Is Your Journey with Sam Edmund. For Tobin Brothers Funerals, visit TobinBrothers.com.au. Tobin Brothers Funerals, celebrating lives. Hello, it's great to have your company on a special edition of This Is Your Journey. It's made possible by Tobin Brothers Funerals Celebrating Lives. And we're reminiscing over the life of Billy Pickin with the help of Carlton, great Mark McClure, and the three-times leading goal kicker and Picken's former teammate, Craig Davis. So, Craig, footy as we say is full of sliding doors moments. And we, we touched on it already. I mean, Billy played in five grand finals without success, and you played in four. How did Billy and you and the others deal with that repeated disappointment when it came to the last game of the year?
1: Oh look! Uh, I mean, in '79, uh, it was just one of those games. Whoever was in front when the siren went won the game, um, and it was a classic game. Was, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, you know, Harms, he's knocked the ball. Fantastic! I think it was in. So I'm not going to jump up and down. Knocked the ball. That was. So we had ten minutes to go, and we hammered, hammered, and hammered uh, into the forward line. And Jezza, you know, jezza you know, Dooley, Curly, Austin, they just wave after wave we had many times it looked, so hey the old Vince Lombardi he didn't lose you just ran out of time uh, being in front at three quarter time in 79-81 and losing uh, pff, yeah but there was other games we were behind when we beat Fitzroy coming from behind one by a point we probably shouldn't have even been in the grand final but you know we were a phenomenal side uh, won more finals and we lost we just lost big ones uh, so we uh, as you go on uh, you look at and say well I was runner up I was the second best team in the comp and we did it year out. and I think Tom Hathy and and Billy and the team should take credit and remember they won the wooden spoon and Seventy-six. They do a drawn grand final, lost grand final, preliminary final, grand final, grand final, grand final. That is an un- unbelievable, unrealistic expectations of a football team. So, congratulations to the Magpies.
0: He was an immense finals oh, player, wasn't he? I mean, I'm not sure there's a better reputation to have than one in which you're known for thriving under pressure and and delivering when it really, really counts.
1: Oh, there's no doubt, and and that's probably why you know, probably disappointed for me in '83 when. I was, you know, I was there. Uh, then I done, I done just on my knee in August '83, and Billy, you know, a, a really good friend, is, you know, having a pay dispute. I mean, it was just, I mean, Thompson left as well. Uh, Peter Moore left. I mean, Colin would have had a reputation for, you know, not looking after their greats. They got rid of, you know, two Brownlow medalists and a team of the century player. Hmm. Over a, a, would have been a piddling amount. What what what, what uh, was the specifics know, of that, uh,
0: Craig? If uh, I can, ask? spend to ride of the club. Mate, yeah he? so so the end of 83 oh, i mean he just won his second no, no idea
1: yeah it was just it was just uh we, we were bewildered we were absolutely bewildered uh he couldn't understand but you now he went to the swans and he came back at war number 14 up there and he, which is the famous jumper of course and uh, they, they at least swans uh, realized uh, what a legend they got because they gave him bobby skilton's jumper and paul kelly's jumper what a, what a what a tribute that was and and he came back and played that uh, you know, one year and when he uh, wore number
0: two. Collingwood through Mullane. He's played a ripper game today, Mullane.
1: Pick and can make it two? From 20 metres out so I so he has. Oh, what a shot! Two goals to fill and Collingwood fans finding boys. Uh But yeah, and then he w- went to Tassie. Uh, did a great job. He won the Best and Ferris of Clarence in '88 and played for Tassie and went to Gnorchy and was a development officer. I hope he's only teaching handball, and not kicking. Uh, nah, but they used an '83 that Collingwood uh, had Billy because he came from out of Hamilton Way, Hayward Juniors, and we played. Colinwood played St Kilda out there in the pre-season, and Billy organised, virtually organised that, and you know people came from you know Portland and all over and Bill, uh, all those people to watch. Uh, you know the great Billy pick and play. You know the local hero come home. Boy, done good, and did he do good? I can't. I can't talk more. About it. I get very emotional when I talk about him. So, sellers Craig touched on it
0: before the break. In that, if you didn't mark it, he was going to mark it, and vice versa. He was ahead of his time, wasn't he? In many ways, because this was this not an era where most defenders, especially key defenders, adopted a safety first mentality. Where was he? He often was the first point of attack for Collingwood.
2: Well, he was uh, he was a super mark, and he was a good judge of where the ball was in the air and all those sorts of things. And and he'd uh, and and he'd he'd try and get you out of out of position and push you out of position. that was the caper. You got to, if you uh, if you got strong enough to push them out of the position. And sometimes you just fly over the back of you because uh, you'd like to take the front position. I liked it anyway uh, and see what they can do. So to me, uh, I, I loved what he used to do. And I, I'd sit there and i go, oh, yeah, I've seen that, blah, blah, blah. But it was... The actual power of Collingwood in those, in that area was ex- extraordinary. You turn up at the ground and uh, and you know you walk down the race and they'd be throwing cans at you and, uh, and and beer over the fence and all that sort of stuff. And then and then after the game got stabbed with a with an umbrella from an old lady. So you can't do anything with an old lady. You just got to cop it sweet, move on, and then go to your car and your wipers are torn, torn off. You know, <laughs> and you say how good a day was that? You
1: know, terrific. Stabbed with a brolly, <laughs> a bit rough. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's part hey. of life.
2: That's what happens. Hey.
1: <laughs> hey, don't worry hey I, hey! one day I was at Victoria Park and I missed a goal to win the game and I came off I got clobbered and cut my eye and uh, and a bit of you know, trickle, you know small blood you know and I thought that that's great you know, I'm upset enough that is I lost the game I got in the room and Tommy said I should hit the other eye so oh, thanks Tom appreciate that but uh, you know look Julie you know he had a fantastic uh, partner and you know mother of four and Marcus and Liam having two sons play you know mm. AFL footy you know you know, Liam played 198 games and two internationals in premiership and Mark, you know, him and Nick, you know, they they were just kicking the footy at two years of age at Victoria Park. And we remember Julie's brother, Brian Brown, you know, Jonathan's dad, so, you know, I'm quite sure Billy was kicking with Jonathan obviously didn't take any tips off him, but what a ferocious player Jonathan was running in the packs and he, he said he would have, you know, I'm quite sure Billy would have been very proud of his nephew.
0: Oh, great bloodlines, aren't they? And obviously he played with a fearless attitude, Craig, had on the field. But was he the nervous type before the game? He, he, he virtually uh, uh,
1: vomited uh, before every game. And I'm talking about just not once, but it was just, you know, he just worked himself up. But once he got on the ground, uh, he was uh, he was in the zone. And look, he, you know, as I said, a very small player, played big, played hard. Um, I, I look, Mark. I, I, I never saw him throw a punch. I saw him cop a lot, but uh, he you know, he just get up, get back, take a kick, stake it off, and, uh, and play. And uh, you know, uh, you think about. It, I got there in '79 from North Melbourne. We played 26 games together in the first year. We played 25 games together in the second year. We played 23 games together in the third year, and there were three grand finals. You know, and we won the '72, '79 grand final, and lost the '80 night final in. Uh, you know, the umpire couldn't either. You know, Kerry Good kicked that goal after siren. So you know, we we don't uh, downplay uh, night grand final because they weren't easy to win, but you know they don't, they don't really count big time. But uh, that's where we're at. Uh, as I said, I, and I and I and I always used to love watching you know, Mark and and Sellers play. But you know I, I went down and then Sellers was 18 when he came to Carlton. I was 19 and I'm a big black panel then. And his first game was down at Geelong i do not really sure he's, he's got probably no, better memory than me. I don't, We
2: went Park. on the bus. Hang on. No, we went no. in the back
1: van and on Sunday we went down to Torquay. You got it wrong. Was it Princess Park? Princess Park. I got reported. Okay, you know more than I do. I, yeah, I do. <laughs> was it was Princess Park,
2: was it? <laughs> it was Princess Park. We played Geelong. You, 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 I got reported. You got first reported game. in your first
1: game. That's right, I did, yeah. Oh, hey, and how, and where was it? We recruited him as a forward, and took twenty-one games for him to kick a goal. Well, I played and in he's the backline, idiot. Sent back to the Bulldogs at Trumpet Park. I got
2: played in the. I played in the back line you look Can you have a look? How do you kick goals from
1: half back? How is it? I don't. Well, I don't look. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. I, I, know. I, I, I kicked four that day, so I must have been, You must have been passing the ball <laughs> to me. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I wouldn't have been handballing. I know
2: that. One thing I'd like to say is that Billy might have been. He's one of the great players I've ever seen. Ever, ever played on and loved playing with him because of his, his manner and the way he handled himself. He did throw punches, and I got a couple of myself. Uh, but I did re- reply as well, but that's okay. It's all part of the game. Uh, but he's a better bloke than being just a footballer, I can tell mm. you. He's a great man.
0: Mark McClure, Craig Davis, great to chat to you both today and really appreciate, uh, sp- appreciate your time at, I, at a difficult time as I, well.
1: Can I say one thing about the two of them? They were a pleasure to play with, and a treasure to know. And I want to let God know that Billy's coming.
0: You're with This Is Your Journey. Well said, Craig. It's brought to you by you Tobin come, Brothers Billy. Funerals, celebrating lives. You can visit them online at au. Billy Pickin, well, he sat down with Rex Hunt in 2016 for an episode of <laughs> This Is Your Footballing Life. We'll drop into that chat next.